is the 77 WABC minicast. The former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, Andy McCarthy. Andy, uh, first of all, this was a bombshell report today. It's about the feds asking banks to research customer data right after January 6th. And if you somehow had the word MAGA or Trump, and I couldn't believe this, if you shopped at Dick's Sporting Goods or if you were buying religious books, uh, I mean, this is, it, it is so you, over You were the top. investigated? You were investigated. And oh, my God. Not even, a, not even accused of a crime, John. That's the point. It was like, uh, let's do a wide net. If you shopped at these or Bass Pro I Shops, mean, was FBI another one. I would not do that on their own. Who ordered them to do that? Great question. Andy McCarthy, your thoughts? Well, I think, Rita, that this is kind of like another piece of what we already knew in this sense. We knew that they had gone to the telecommunications companies and in a very uh, sort of a dragnet kind of way collected um, cell site information data, which tells you, uh, you know, not only who was there in in the sense of uh, it it tells you who's like the registered client for the phone or the owner of the uh, of the cell phone. It, always, it also shows where you move from place to place to place. And that helped them develop a list of people who were potentially present at the Capitol. And from what we understand, they matched that up very broadly with bank records and travel records and, and stuff like that. So I actually thought that the cell site data, which I think was the main thing that they were relying on besides uh, you know, video that was uh, that was coming in from people who were there and people who observed people who were there. I think the cell site video was a real dragnet and gave them a pretty complete list of names. And then they used that other stuff to try to um, locate people uh, and uh, including locate them throughout the country, because I think they made cases on on people. And if I'm remembering this right, I don't think it was all 50 states, but I think 48 states. That is unbelievable. Um, it's unbelievable. And you know what's amazing? I saw um, that uh, Bank of America um, just complied. Like, like I think the DOJ went to them. They didn't even get a subpoena. They're like, oh, yeah, what else do you need? And did searches if people bought religious books around that time. I mean, this this to me just it, it, it reeks of the whole thing with Merrick Garland. Remember when we heard that the, the FBI and DOJ were going after Catholics, uh, going after, I mean, this just looks like you're put on a hit list. And what did they do with this data? What do they do with what now they suddenly have a, a group of people that they consider Trump supporters? It just, it seems like, it feels like, like Russia. It feels to me like, like this is, you know, so unseemly. Yeah. Can, can I tell you though, what really, Frightens me for the country about this. I mean, I, this is bad, and I think that when you have people who are uh, not seasoned enough, or who are too aggressive, or who are unhinged, they do abusive things. But there, are, there's another category of collecting intelligence, namely our foreign intelligence, where we need to be very aggressive because of um, the threats to the United States around the world, which yep. day by day we're seeing are, are worse and worse. And what I always worry about this, Rita, is if they get the reputation, which they've gotten, for abusing their powers, what Congress is going to react in doing is to cut those powers. And it's one thing to cut them when they're being used against Americans. But if we don't have them, 
you know, aggressively against jihadists and these, you know, the great power competition that we're in in the world today with all the dangers that we're facing in the world, that would be a catastrophe for the country. But these guys are playing with fire by abusing these powers because we don't give these powers to the FBI and the Justice Department because we think they're nice, trustworthy guys. We only have these powers because they're necessary to protect the national security of the United States. And if we take them away or curb them because these guys can't behave themselves, we're still going to be facing the same set of threats. Andy, these FBI guys would not do that on their own, would they? I mean, they had to be under the orders of the somebody, a civilian in the attorney general's office. So, John, the, the way this works is the the sort of um, divide, and it's not a hard divide, but it's 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 a pretty consistent divide. Prior to charges, the FBI is in charge of the investigation. But once you have to go to a court to get investigative uh, measures like warrants and that kind of stuff, then the Justice Department is involved. And once charges get filed, the Justice Department is really more in charge of the case than the FBI is. So there's a divide between the investigative phase and the prosecutive phase. But you're right that when it's a huge investigation of national importance, they work together and the Bureau doesn't go off and do something half-cocked without clearing it with DOJ. You know, Andy McCarthy, one thing, um, it, it triggers me when I see how widespread anybody who is near January 6th and, and um, you know, people have and different some impressions. Of people are still in jail. Yes, yeah, some of them are still in jail. Some of them didn't really do anything. If you see some of the videos, there's others who did other things. Uh, I don't want to debate that. But but it gets to the point of where are where is Congress and where are they doing these wide searches for people who are funding Hamas and Hezbollah? Uh, you know, I mean, you think just to your point, you want to have them focused on that kind of stuff. Uh, we're not hearing about that. And yet we're hearing, boy, if you were tied to January 6th, uh, they seem to be making a greater effort than going after those who are funding terrorists. Yeah, I think that's what has people really angry. Sometimes it's called the two tiered justice system. Uh, other times it's basically the destruction of equal protection under the law. But I don't think anybody would have a hard time about an aggressive approach to the Capitol riot if we saw an equally aggressive approach to other kinds of politically Mm. motivated violence like the BLM riots. I I think what really gets people is if it's left-wing terrorism or left-wing aggression, they turn a blind eye to it. And if it's anything that's associated, especially with Trump, They come down on it like a ton of bricks, and everybody can see that. Yeah, and by the way, now I'm afraid to go shop at uh, Bass Pro Shops, you know, and Dick's Sporting Goods, or buy a Bible. For a lot of reasons. We don't know who's going to be diving into the pool there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Andy, thank you very much. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Andy. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.